And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. O-Dog. I am a menace to society. <laughs> also joined alongside my co-host. The other O-Dog, Osiris, a.k.a. G.A. West. What's going on, O-Dog? Uh, things are pretty smooth. Uh, I was going to say, this is... Uh, Oof. Uh, it's been two weeks since we've last uh, recorded. Three weeks. three weeks? I think it's three weeks. It's been a uh, quite an extended hiatus for us. No, not two, because I felt like last uh, two weeks ago, we did the episode about, what was the last pay-per-view? Um, uh, Night of Champions. Night of Champions and uh, AEW's... Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Was, and was, that, that, was that only two weeks ago? I felt like it was two weeks ago, but I could be, I could be wrong. We're in, this is June 25th, so... Well, yeah, I was about to be like, are, are we in July? But no. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, yeah, I don't recall a, a May... Was it was Memorial Day or Paper? Um, I feel like, wasn't that when Night of Champions was? Was Memorial Day? Oh, yeah. yeah, Night of Champions was May 27th. Double or nothing was Sunday. So... Yeah, so Night of Champions was May 27th. Double or Nothing was May 28th. All right, so yeah, you're right. So, then three weeks then? Yeah, three weeks. Wow, I went back that. Time is flying. Well, on another uh, uh, horizon for another pay-per-view uh, with the Forbidden Door today, uh, tonight. Yes, AEW. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's say, you know, in that three weeks we've been gone, a lot has happened in the wrestling world. Um, yes. AEW has a new Saturday. Which I was going to ask, uh, uh, have you seen Collision? I watched last week's episode. I have not yet watched last night's. How was the, how uh, was the first episode of Collision? Yes, last week was the debut episode of AEW Collision featuring CM Punk. CM Punk. Now, and, they treat uh, this like the SmackDown show or is this the Raw show? Um... That's a good question, and that's a doubly good question because that these days is SmackDown or Raw the the B show. Yeah, because uh, years in the, years past, you could always tell it was always Raw was the the you know bread and butter, and SmackDown was not the filler, but it was like the lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, but. You know. I think everybody would agree since Roman and the Bloodline was SmackDown only, SmackDown became the A show. Yeah, yeah, which is strange. But then again, maybe he wants to see his family over the weekend leading into Monday uh, compared to, you know, where he just has to show up on Thursday and that's in the middle of the week. Now, SmackDown's Friday now. Uh, I'm sorry, yes, until it's in the week. Does um, Roman do house shows? No. Okay. Um, in fact, he recently did one, I want to say it was in California, and it was like a big deal that he did it. It was him against Rey Mysterio. Okay. And uh, it's believed it was done to uh, offset. Oh, um, <laughs> funny enough, yeah, it was last weekend, last Saturday. And okay. And it's thought it might have been done to offset. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, so now I think they pretty much... You know, had to uh, tie as far as A and B. I guess it, 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 
they're both A shows. Uh, as far yeah. as Raw goes these days. Um, but yeah. yeah, back to Collision. Uh, what do what do you classify it as? Just off the, um, off the first episode. Yeah, I mean, watching that first episode, it is definitely not the B show. It's interesting because okay. uh, AEW when they first started with Dynamite. Page, it was supposed to be pretty equal, but Rampage quickly became a B show. Okay. Like no one even watches Rampage anymore. Okay. Um, you know, and so it's interesting. Uh, but Collision um, definitely presented like a a, a level show. Uh, and what's interesting, supposedly, Collision is has different. Um, and, you know, no one really knows how AEW creative works. Okay. Um, you know, it's believed everything is run through Tony Khan. Yeah. But from what I understand, um, you know, Dynamite, you've got the Bucks. You know, the Bucks are the heads of the tag division. Kenny Omega is the head of the women's division. The EVs. <laughs> you know, yes, the EVs. And, uh, but from what I understand, Collision now has, it's going to have its own flavor and feel because you've got CM Punk, uh, Brian Danielson, and I forget who the other name was, but some, one other name, I think, that, that's in there that's supposed to be kind of the, the creative heads of Collision. Okay. Moxley or no? Uh, no, no, not Moxley. Definitely not Moxley. Okay. Um, Is it another wrestler I, or someone in the back? Um, so I want to... Here, here's the thing. I, I want to say that the name is Jimmy Jacobs. Oh, okay. Okay. I believe that's who it is. I feel like I read that somewhere, um, but I could be wrong, so I'm a little bit hesitant to say it. But I'm like, I know he's with AEW. I just oh. don't know if he's Collision or Dynamite. Okay. All right, cool. But, uh, but, but yeah, um, and it definitely had a different feel. Collision was less flips uh, and more, more. Uh, I was gonna say more action, but I'm like, no, flips are action. This was just like Collision felt like a more hard hitting wrestling style show. Okay. Um, uh, how is the roster split now? Like, what folks are over in Collision now? It's actually a little bit confusing, and I think we're going to need a couple of weeks to, to really sort that out. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, the main event of Collision was CM Punk and FTR against uh, Samoa Joe, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. Okay. I know most of those names are stuff with Juice Robinson. New guy uh, or has been in the in a minute? Nah, He's been around for a minute. He used to be in NXT. I'm trying to remember. Was he Juice Robinson in NXT or was he something else? Nah, because I wouldn't recognize that name. Yeah, yeah. I think he was something else in NXT. He was like a hippie. Okay. Um, he had a hippie gimmick in NXT. And then he went to New Japan and became Juice Robinson. Okay, okay. All right. But, uh, but yeah. Um, good match between those three in the main event. Uh, the show opened up with Punk cutting a 12-minute promo. Okay. Um, but it was in Chicago, and so the crowd was hanging on every word. And uh, it's interesting. You know, Punk definitely took some shots um, at some people, some uh, some veiled references. Okay. Like He was like, if anyone out here feels that, you know, I owe them an apology... I am sorry that you are softer than your favorite wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, said some other things that were kind of along those lines. So, uh, oh, you know, he said, uh, 
I, I forget the guy's name, but it's like the executive vice president of Warner uh, Warner Brother Media. Okay. Said that uh, he calls CM Punk one bill Phil um, because he's the only real money in a business of counterfeit bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, he definitely took some took some shots, some sniper fire, but but uh, but no, it was a good promo. Crowd was majorly into it uh, yep. again because it was Chicago. So yep. you know, um, and then what was interesting? Oh, um, just a couple other highlights from yep. Collision. I feel like Collision is where all the unhappy wrestlers will end up. Okay. Uh, so Miro was on there. Okay. Uh, he, he won a squash match within a few minutes. Um, okay. So good stuff from him. Big pop for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening match was Andrade and Alito, 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 um taking on Buck Murphy. Uh, okay. And those guys, it's rumored, had asked for the release. Um, I, I forget if it was last year, I think. Okay. Uh, both of them had asked for it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was uh, late last summer, I think, when all that talk was around about them asking for their release. And then, yeah. uh, Andrade even went so far, you know, the, the rumor is that Andrade uh, and Sammy Guevara were having some tension. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they was told basically, you know, leave Sammy alone, and Andrade popped him one, <laughs> kind of hoping to, to be fired, I think. And uh, they instead just kind of sent him home with his pay. <laughs> and uh, so him and Charlotte have been traveling all over the place and blah, blah, blah. But uh, so, yeah, so it was interesting to see Andrade back and uh, on collision. He ended up winning his match against Buddy Murphy using the, the figure eight. So um, a little nod to Charlotte and uh, Buddy Murphy at one point used the riptide during the match. Yeah, because so, both the spouses and the com- yeah. competing companies. Yes. Um, so that was cool. How they when how they work out their their social time with one another with their spouses, like because obviously they have you know different schedules, but I wonder how they uh, make it make it work. Um, well, Andrade and Charlotte, they've they've just been traveling for like the past three months. I feel like okay, um, you know, Charlotte had asked for time off TV, and so she, so yeah, so I, I, you know that's how they've been doing it. Rhea okay. and Buddy, it's funny. I'm like, yeah, like you never see social media of them together or anything. I feel like their schedules are probably very different. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And she like I would feel like since she's has a little more star power right now in her promotion, she will be you know, be a little bit more uh, busier. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I would um, yeah, that's such a good question because I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, with their schedules, I'm like, Buddy's got to work Wednesday nights and now Saturday nights, you know. Um, Rhea works Friday nights and the house show loop, um, which right now is just the weekends. But I'm like, so what does that give them together? Like, and sometimes Rhea's on Raw on Monday. Um, right. As I'm thinking about it, so I'm like, yeah, that gives them maybe Tuesday and Thursday. And but she's like on pretty much every uh, premium live event these days as well. Yeah, so I'm yeah like either being a valet for Dominic or you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah. how long we see the line going? You know, continuing. 
I mean, I think that's still got a lot of lot of legs to it. Um, okay. How long was um, Indian China's uh, thing? That's a good question. Let's check the Google machine. Uh, they surpassed their thing or they've already surpassed it. I feel like they probably already surpassed it. Uh, China were, uh, were was brief. I okay. Feel like we remember it longer than it actually was. Okay. But let's see. I got the Google machine up now. Uh, Bianca Belair Montez Ford. Oh, Bianca Belair Montez Ford just celebrated their anniversary. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. Eddie Guerrero, China. <laughs> it's funny all I typed into Google was Eddie Guerrero China and you know Google has suggestions it's like people also ask did Eddie Guerrero marry China <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy how both of them are not here anymore it really is uh, did you ever say how China passed uh, I feel like she was an overdose oh okay Okay. If I it was like a heart attack, nothing crazy like that. No, no, it was definitely drug related. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, all right, let's see. Angle. Okay, so yeah, the angle lasted for like six months. Oh, okay. And yeah, Dominic now for what? A year and some change? I feel like, right? I'm trying to. Well, hold up. Let's think about this. I'm like, when did Dominic join the Judgment Day? That I don't last year. Okay. At some point. Now I'm really trying to think about this because I'm like, yeah, leading the Judgment Day, it was yep. Edge, uh, Rhea, and Damian Priest, right? Yep. Yeah, and then uh, Finn came in, they kicked Edge out. Yep. Rightfully and so. A, yeah, yeah, I think that was a good call. Oh, yeah. And then good. Dominic. It's funny, you don't think as, uh, you know, uh, Finn as, like, a charismatic, like, heel. But, you know, he's holding up, uh, you know, his uh, in the bargain. If you had to say, who who, who would you have uh, leading Judgment Day? Him or uh, Damien? Um, that's a tough one, honestly. Okay. Um, and the reason why I say that... Oh, okay, it was Clash of the Castle. That's where... Uh, Dominic attacked Edge. And then okay. the next night on Raw, Dominic officially uh, joined Judgment Day. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as who should lead Judgment Day, I go Finn only because of experience. Okay. And like pre- WWE like presence. He's so long. Otherwise, okay. I would put Damian Priest just because I'm like his look and his voice. Right. Right. Um, okay, all right, all right, cool. Um, for uh, back to uh, collision, you said uh, Meryl was uh, there, was uh, also Brian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage was not on collision, no. Oh, was uh, cause I, I read online that did you know, uh, CM Punk wanted to get guys like Hobbs, you know, push strong. Yep. I wasn't supposed to be oh, okay. Yep, Hobbs was there, he just cut a backstage promo. Okay. Um, okay. But, but he was there. Starks, Ricky Starks. Uh, I. It's funny. I'm like I feel like Ricky Starks was there, but I feel like Ricky Starks is everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, 
So now I'm trying to try to remember. I'm like, or, or did I only see him on Dynamite? Because Ricky Starks is feuding with Jay White and Juice Robinson, funny enough. Okay. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to remember. I'm like, am I getting him mixed up? No, I think I think he was not on Collision. He was just on Dynamite. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, any other mat, uh, like matches uh, before the main event? Um, stands out. Stands out to you? Yeah, nothing standing out to me. I'm double checking now. Who's the commentating team at this time? Yeah, the commentating team actually. That that that's a great great thing to bring up. So the commentating team is Nigel McGuinness and Kevin Kelly. And who? Kevin Kelly. Kevin, I feel like I recognize that name. You definitely recognize that name. Think back to the Attitude Era and the rock in the back being like, put your head to your mouth or whatever. Oh, like, Kelly? Yeah. He was in the business. Nah. Yeah, I remember, it's funny because we said the rock. I remember he had like an interview where he was not happy about the name Flex Cabana at one point. The rock did? No, no, Kevin Kelly. He was, he oh. did the name Flex Cabana. Uh, I guess he worked in F. W uh what was uh what promotion was the rock when he was flex the flex character? Oh uh USWA. Yeah, I guess he worked there and he was he thought the name was terrible. <laughs> I mean it is. I mean yeah, it's just hilarious. He was so disgusted by it. But uh <laughs> like I said, I thought he was done with the business, but good for him. So yeah, yeah, no. He's actually been uh with New Japan for a number of years. That's crazy. Um as a, that, was, yeah, commentator. Yeah, as, as a as a commentator. Wow. Good for him. So yeah. And before that he was with Ring of Honor. Oh wow. Good for him. Uh you think he got paid well? I would have to think so. Okay. Um he's a big name, you know, he's been with all the major companies. Yep. Do you think yeah, would... you think guys like that are getting six figures or five? I would bet six, low six, okay. but still six. You think uh, Jr. and King would bring it, uh, get a couple of millies uh, a year, or no, not that high? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I would think so. Just really you know, okay. So they were their longevity. You think they were getting paid as some of the more of the guys in the back? Some of them. Okay. All right. I bet same with Michael Cole. You think he get a couple couple of millies? I would think so. Like he, he is the prototype of the WWE ring announcer. Yeah, he's been in since what late nineties. Yeah. Okay. Back when uh, DX was giving him wedgies, telling him he looked like Pettengill. Wow. So yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, good for him. Especially yeah. and you can make that money and not have all that wear and tear on your body. Yeah. Right. Go. And he doesn't have to go into war zones anymore. Nope. Uh, and he just works one show a night or in pay per view yeah. sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, he's not on the house show. No, nah, he got that, he got that Roman deal, right? So Side yeah, note, definitely. uh, old commentators, uh, I guess, announces, but I saw an interview, uh, of uh, Sean Mooney discussing oh, wow. his own, talk about old school, yeah, discussing his time, uh, in, in the business, and he still, uh, you know, uh, respects it. Like, you know, how some folks, when they, you know, move on from the wrestling business, like, they don't want to be associated with it. But he yeah. still, you know, uh, has, you know, uh, great things to say about the business. And uh, I was like, oh, good for him. <clears throat> uh, yeah, all, all, 
I don't know if I can say the same about like John the Coachman then. Yeah. Why? Is he have a I, bad thing? I feel like he doesn't want folks to know he worked with WWE uh, at the time. That's really funny. I don't know. He's just I, give, uh, I mean, everybody knows him as coach, but it's just like it's just hilarious though that like I don't think he's giving like, any wrestling interviews per se. I got you. Yeah, it's funny. I'm thinking about. I'm like, cause he he got a big deal with ESPN, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. So. And did he do a second too? Did he do what for a second? UFC. Um, if he did, I'm not familiar with it. All right, I thought he did MMA for like a brief brief second. He might have did MMA, but not necessarily UFC. Bellator, maybe. Maybe Bellator. Okay. All right. But uh, okay. Uh, is is uh, yeah. Speaking of top end guy, I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was still working in radio. But uh, let's see. I'm gonna type his name in the Google machine real quick. And Who? All right. So um, if you have to, um. What was their roles? Like Pettengill and Mooney, were they like backstage uh, interviewers or? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Mooney, I feel like, um, yeah, like I would say Mooney was the, um, he was like the news guy. I, I'm trying to think of what to call it. Yeah, because like, he would announce shows and stuff like that. Right, right. He would interview guys too. You know, it, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I'm, I'm looking up uh, Todd Pettengill's information yep. now. Uh, I, I think he's just retired. Oh, okay. Like from from everything, this is according to Wikipedia here. But uh, yeah, basically it said he worked in the radio as a disc jockey, and then worked for WWE, and then uh, went back into the radio, and then. Uh, from January 2016 till 2019, he mm-hmm. hosted Todd and Jade in the morning on Sacramento's KD&D radio. Cali. Um, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't say anything after 2019 other than a random appearance for uh, NXT TakeOver in your house uh, in June 2020. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, so I'm guessing... Okay. All right. Cool. 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 But uh, yeah, those uh, those were the guys back in the day. Yeah. Right. Can you think of anybody of the uh, equivalent in, in today's day or no? Um, I'm wrestling is just done so differently now. True. Yeah. Uh, AEW. I guess I would say they have. Oh, actually, yeah. The, there are equivalents on both sides because I was about to say AEW has Alex Marvez, but he's horrible. <laughs> um, I hope he's not, hope he's not listening. I, I hope he is listening. Alex Marvez, you are horrible. The only reason you have a job is because you have friends in high places. Ah, uh, you are you are shooting from there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, WWE's and they've got uh, and this is gonna sound horrible on my part because I don't know their names, but the uh, female interviewers that will randomly like pop up backstage and just be smiling and holding a microphone. Okay. All right. Like, but it's funny because I'm like, yeah, like back in the day, like I feel like it was very, well, you know what it was? Wrestling was treated, even WWF at the time, they treated wrestling like it was real. 
And, you know, so you had your president, Jack Tunney, like you had Sean Moody in the back, like you had Mean Gene, like it was, it was very well presented and all, every personality and character was a big part of the show. Um, now I feel like it's presented like it's a show. And so it's a little bit different. And, you know, so like the, the backstage interviewers for WWE, like I said, I don't even know their names. I don't know. I don't think that's just me. I don't think other wrestling fans know the names either. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, what about Bray's um, um, lady, uh, JoJo? Wasn't she one? Yeah. I, I thought she was ring announcer. Oh, okay. Or you might she, be right. You might be yeah, right. I think, she, I think she was ring announcer before she got uh, pregnant with his babies. <laughs> Yo, where is Bray? That's a very good question. The, the rumor mill on him been crazy you know it was uh first i think they were saying that uh he was having issues with creative okay um then there was talk of like he was dealing with depression um, okay and then there was talk of like his issues with creative for causing depression um, okay and like yeah so he i mean he hasn't been seen since uh that mountain dew thing um and he was supposed to you know either wrestle lesnar or lashley Okay. Um, after that, and I feel like neither Lesnar La- nor Lashley wanted to wrestle him. Do you think it's a, uh, uh, they just can't get with the story, or in ring wise, they don't want to be with him? Um, I think it's the story stuff. Uh, okay. You know, um, I think, uh, unfortunately, with Wyatt, you've got to have a very, very clear direction. Um, I think it needs to be like overbooked, like for it to, you, to be right. You think that is is that what they run into? Like his storylines are too convoluted. Yeah, um, and that's it's funny. It's, but it, it just simplify it. But but like, I don't think about, can. Just, yeah, but just think yeah. I was gonna say like look how successful Taker was in his whole career. Uh, and similar, you know, like, you know, supernatural type of things. Like, why can't they just do something in that same vein? See, here's the thing, though. I don't think, I don't think you can use Taker as the example for a multiple, multitude of reasons. Because well, everybody right, wants both, to go what, to that. What about Crow Sting? Similar, you know, I'm supernatural, blah, blah, blah. Crow Sting wasn't supernatural. He was just hanging out in the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, like... He never talks. Huh? He, he never talks. Never never said nothing. He was just hanging out in the Raptors and would drop down with his baseball bat. Right, but they, 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 there was some sort of like a, you know, mystic feel behind the character. Yeah, but like Bray Wyatt is very different than all of that. And I think, okay. you know, I think that, uh, you know, starting with The Undertaker as the example. Yeah. Um, like, that, that was a time period thing. Um, you know, that was early 90s, like, you know, where he started. Okay. And so, as kids, like, with him, you know, and so, like, because think about it, we were, like, 10 when he was, like, getting teleported, like, into heaven, like, at the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, and so, so you think about like, you know, so it's like, yeah, we grew up with that gimmick and we accept that, you know, the power from the urn. So then okay. by the time like he became the American badass, like, 
we grew with him, you know, and it's like, oh, well, now we're in college and like he's grown, we've grown. And, you know, then he came out of that back to The Undertaker. Okay. But it's like, oh, like he, he earned that over like 20 years. Okay. Um, you know, so I think it's different for Bray Wyatt. Um, he would have to earn that over that kind of time period and wrestling just doesn't work the same way. Okay. Um, with that being said, I, I was just I saying, would his character uh, uh, fit better within uh, Lucha Underground? I need to watch Lucha. I've heard from you talking about it and from others, maybe it would because yeah. it was that cinematic okay. style. Yes. So yeah, that might be a better fit for him. Okay. Because then, you know, then everything in that world fits the same. But since that's yeah, but since that's not like the norm as far as the wrestling business goes, like he he gonna have to. I'm surprised he hasn't figured out to mold his character within the you know today's you know range of uh, you know performances. It's a tough thing to do, and okay. I'm thinking about it from my own perspective. Um, I'm, it's funny actually. I was talking to Doc Ozone about this just the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I'll come into a match with some, like, ideas that are just, like, actually not even that, like, sometimes I will have some ideas that are wildly outside of the box. Okay. But sometimes I have ideas that aren't even that outside of the box, but, like, people can't grasp it. Okay. Um, just as an example, um, you know, the the character of Osiris, the, the arc that he's on, um, you know, he's a bit of a sadist. And as a sadist, he, he just wants to hurt people. Okay. And I remember doing a match and being like, oh, like, I'm going to do this here and then do that there and then do this. And they were like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, what do you mean that doesn't make any sense? They're like, well, you just attacked three body parts of mine. Like, and I'm like, I'm a sadist. Like, I'm not trying to like, oh, let me just wear down your arm. Let me wear down your arm. I'm like, I'm trying to hurt you any way I can, for one. Like, okay. Give me but for two, I feel like we live in a day and age now where, like, because of UFC and MMA, there should be an understanding that you, you, you grab whatever you can. You you hit whatever you can. Like, you know, it's not like yeah, this idea. They already have, there have been characters of, like, MMA submission, you know, templates in the past. That's, that's yeah. not a new, you know, character. No, character I'm not talking about character-wise, but I'm talking about wrestling-wise. No, same thing. Like, same thing. Wrestling-wise, same thing. But but what I mean is, like, so, you know, because people are like, oh, you got to work a body part. And I'm like, no, you don't have to work a body part for, you know, and I think, one, because of my gimmick, you know, as Osiris being a sadist, he, he just wants to hurt people. But two, you know, if you watch a UFC fight, no one's working a body part. Like, you know, people are just, they're punching and kicking and grabbing whatever is available. Yeah, well, I'm saying that a lot of wrestlers are like that. Look at um, uh, what's his face, uh, Alistair Black, uh, you know, whatever his new name is. Same, you know, he's a striker, and all, then he does, you know, gets down, and takes takes limbs on that type of stuff. So it's like not new. I don't think the crowd would be like, "Oh, what is this? What is this mysterious thing we see?" You know what I mean? I agree with you. No, I agree with you. But I I, I got uh, flat. Is that what I want? Yeah, I got flat. Really? Like, oh, like you got to work one body part. And I'm like, no, nice. I don't have to work one body part. That's surprise. 
you know so and that's why i'm like a lot of people have a tough time thinking outside the box and so okay. i'm sure you know for bray wyatt he's probably coming with some wild ideas and people are like, oh yeah no that's not how we do things you know but i was gonna say the ideas might be dope but in the end schemes once you get into, inside the ring you have to also be you know somewhat decent to keep the crowd in it too wow you say bray wyatt's not very good in the ring no, it's funny. Uh, the matches that I've seen in him, he, he's he's mid. Wow, I I don't have a strong argument against this because the That's other a- matches that I have seen in him were the cinematic type. So I'm basing off of two different, like you know, what I mean, like as far as like live, non, you know, uh, fireworks and glam and all that type of stuff. Like, yeah, he I'm, my favorite time with him. Is with the fam when he had the the family. Yes, I agree. Actually, so I guess that also points that like he's not that strong as a soulist. Yeah, and I'm thinking about it. It's funny because I, I never thought of Wyatt as bad in the ring, um, but I don't think he's terrible. Up, yeah, no, definitely not terrible. Yeah. But uh, you bring up, you know, he might be right. Um, cause yeah, the Wyatt family, I'm like, oh, like that probably hit a lot because I'm like, Bru- um, uh, Brody Lee, um, yeah, like it was so good. Uh, yeah. like he's actually, he, I think he's underrated. I think, you know, of course, since he passed, people are going to be putting him over more. Yep. Um, but while he was here, like he was underrated. Like you watch his stuff he was doing in WWE. I mean, he was doing dives at like, you know, as a big man. Yeah, but it's not really you know. uh, for the I feel like for of, that time. A lot of big men do dives and all that type of stuff. Who else? Especially in WWE. Like all throughout the years? Yeah. Uh that was like his size? Yeah. I mean, Bam Bam. Uh Bam Bam wasn't doing dives. Bam Bam was very athletic and doing some cool things, but he wasn't doing dives because no one was doing dives back then. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens isn't nearly as big as Brody Lee. Oh, are you talking about height wise or like satellite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brody uh, Lee's like six eight, I feel like. Um, Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest is good. Well, I'm just saying he's another, you know, he's a big, big dude that, you know, high flies. Um uh who else? Who else? Brian Cage. But I said in WWE and, and oh, to to that time especially. Oh, um, okay. Um, uh, Jin Jack and, and O'Hare. When the brief times that they were in there. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, now you're stretching, but I got you. <laughs> um, who else? Who else? That's, that mean, was O'Hare thought. was my guy. Um, did Test ever leave his feet? I felt like he I did. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I feel like that. Well, he had that elbow drop. Okay. The top That's of right. elbow drop. Yeah. That's right. Uh, which I, the way, what do you think of Tess's career? Like, I, I, he was like focal during our, you know, our, our childhood as far as like being in like feuds and not main inventor, but like uh, uh, like lower, upper, mid card, I guess you could say. But what, what do you think of his career? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would definitely say upper, mid card. Um, yep. You know, he had that thing with Stephanie for a while. Yeah. So that kind of put him, 
towards the top, at least, in the, you know, by association. Mm-hmm. Um, Tessie had a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, great big boot. Yeah, yep, great big boot. Um, I thought he had a decent mid-carder career. Uh, yep. Too bad that, you know, his personal demons, um, right. you know, got the best of him. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but he was, it was funny, he was always, like, up in some sort of, like, high feud at the time. Like, yeah. Stephanie, or then when he was with, uh, uh, what was the group uh, that Vince yeah. had? Oh, oh yeah, that the, Vince had. Um, um, the Corporation. The Corporation, yeah, he was with that. Then he, yeah. Wasn't he, like, the bodyguard from one of those bands? Not Kid. Uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, yeah, to bring him in. Which is yeah. so hilarious. That was like during the age of like bands bringing in like you know like Kiss had the Demon, No Limit. Yeah. So <laughs> like it, was just, it was during the time where like artists were bring before artists became actual like celebrity performers. They were bringing like body guys who were just you know dead, you know wrestlers at the time. It was so hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> like to think about it. Yeah, this shows the evolution. Right and now you got Bad Bunny like actually wrestling. Yeah, instead of like having his like body guy you know, being like Damian Priest and then, oh, now Damian Priest is like a full-time wrestler. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Which is how they would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. And during the Attitude Era, definitely. Uh, or just, you know, even WCW, like you said, with um, uh, No Limit. Uh, any other uh, roadies slash that were in, uh, that they had become a, a, a singles performer? Road Dog. Yeah, but what group was he in for? That, that was he was the roadie for uh, Jeff Jarrett. That was how he started. Actually, like a legit like musician, like celebrity artist, not like someone in the business. <laughs> <laughs> but that 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 was Road Dog's gimmick. That's how he got the name. He went from roadie to the Road Dog. But I guess that was one of the genesis of uh, how WrestleMania became started with Sidney Lofner. Yeah, the wrestling, uh, the rock and wrestling connection. Yeah, because. Um, how, what was it, Lou, Captain Lou, Fewer, somehow got into involved? Yeah, um, something on MTV, I, and I don't, rem- I, you know, we would have been babies at that time. Yeah. Uh, so exactly. I don't remember it. <laughs> like, yeah, live, but. Mania was in 84, so yeah, we've been uh, one and two. Yeah, yep, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's so crazy how the connection with uh, wrestling, well, I should say, Vince in uh, the entertainment world uh, was connected. Yeah, I mean, but that's what Vince always wanted to do. You know, the, there's that famous story of Ted Turner buying WCW and calling Vince up and being like, Vince, I'm in the wrestling business. And Vince being like, that's great. I'm in the entertainment business, though. <laughs> what would you think would happen with the WWF if there was no MTV? Um, I mean, Vince would have still tried to do something to make it big. But who would he? What? 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 Uh, company or or or, or uh, entertainment uh, world would he leash onto? Would he try to get in Hollywood? Would he try to leash onto like sports? I know he had Muhammad Ali, but would he try to get like you know leashes wrestling to like attaches wrestling to like basketball, football? Like, what do you think he would try if there was no you know music? Well, music. I mean, he attached wrestling to football. Uh, WrestleMania two had that uh, big battle royal with all the football players. That's true. The Chicago Bears had uh, the, the Fridge. Uh, yeah. uh, Perry, uh, I forget his first name. Um, uh, William. William, William the uh, Perry. Um, who else did they have? Did, uh, there were a bunch of guys in it. I don't remember who other than the refrigerator. Yep. 
but but yeah, there were a bunch of guys in that battle royal. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think Vince, yeah, he would have been attaching him to himself to whatever he could have. Probably would have, if if not, if, if MTV didn't work as well as it did, or if he didn't have access to it, yeah, he probably would have. Yeah, it probably would have uh, played everything out on David Letterman. Ah, yeah, because that, that all worked out for uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yep. And Mr. T had been on Letterman a few times. Hogan been on Letterman a few times. So I feel like they probably would have started just using that platform. Good, yeah, that wouldn't be bad. And then, you know, have Piper come in and have a confrontation with uh, T and then you could start off WrestleMania from there. Yeah. <clears throat> I wonder if that, if there was no MTV, if the direction of the WF would have changed as far as like, would it rise quicker with that same, you know, David Letterman, would it, you know, be as popular as it is today or would it still like have a, a slower time? Um, that's, that's such a good question and it's a really tough one to answer. Yeah. Um, you know, my immediate thought is I'm like, what helped with MTV is it came, like it came across as more real, I suspect. Um, okay. Because I Cause feel it- like with what? The audience oh. was basically kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if, if um, they did Letterman, it would have been more c- contemporary adults. Uh, right. And, and be, I, yeah. Yeah, and Letterman's like the type of guy that likes to do the wink and the smile. Yep. So I think everyone would have been like, yeah, this is a show, you know? Well, I don't know. It worked with Kaufman. The people still been on the ropes as far as like him and Lawler's program. Yeah, yeah, the him that that one was great, um, but I feel like yeah, I feel like um, especially. But here's the thing with like Lawler and Kaufman. Lawler and Kaufman were like the only ones that knew it was a work, you know. Yeah, it's true. That's true. So, so I I feel like if if Vince was like talking to Letterman and like, oh, we're gonna use your program and bring guys through, yeah. like blah blah blah, like. Letterman would know it's a work, and I, I think Letterman would be doing his wink and smile thing that he that he used to do, which I guess was pretty uh, cool when he would um, when Arsenio will get guests, uh, wrestling guests. Yeah, uh, he didn't do that wink and smile. He sort of still played yeah, off kayfabe of it all. Yes, big time. Um, yeah. I, I will never forget. I probably have brought this up on the podcast previously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Macho Man being on Arsenio and Arsenio being afraid of Macho Man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> Rightfully so. Because you yeah. gotta remember too, this is like, remember when I think Hogan choked out some uh, dude on his like TV show and like yeah, yeah. concussed him. Like he was bleeding out the, like from the ear. Yeah. Uh, he put a little too much pressure from the 24 inch pythons. <laughs> and then well, you had... Dr. David Schultz slapping folks left and right in the, in the hall. <laughs> like, cats were actually getting touched up back in the day. That's true. Um, you know, that, that Hogan one, um, it, it's funny. I'm like, what, what, what people have to remember, the guy asked Hogan to choke him. Right, but you think like, he, would, he, would, he would use a uh, work hole, uh, hole, not a shoot? Not because you were protecting the business back then. That's what I'm saying. So I think that's what I've seen might have... I don't know if he was like 50 50 in his mind, like, oh, this is, you know, a Connie thing, but it also could go left if I don't play right. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Quite a few guys. He had Warrior. Like you said, he had Macho. He had Bad Brown. 
He had, um, he had Rick Rude. Rick Rude. Um, and the leopard print tracksuit. <laughs> um, who else did he Rick have? Rick Rude might have been a brother. <laughs> yeah, he had the firm, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but did he only have WWF guys, or did he have any WCW guys at the time? I feel like it was only WWF guys. Yeah, you might be right. Because now I think about, it, I don't remember seeing WCW guys in mainstream outlets. But then again, maybe in the South, they might have been more prevalent. Uh, but you know. Cause, you, because like I said, I don't remember seeing Flair like none of them like you know on some talk show back then. No, they, they, I don't think they were. Um, like you said, they were probably doing some stuff down south, but okay, yeah, that's what I'm mean, saying. Because they were just a big uh, WWE, you know, WWF, um, and Vince McMahon really had that like entertainment idea and making this a global big thing. Yep. Yeah, because they were also on uh, Kathleen and. Um, yeah, what's my main name? Uh, Kathy Lee. Would uh, have guys come in there and do their thing. And as we're talking about it, I would have to. A lot of that helps that they were out of New York, because that's where everything yeah. takes place. You know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, shoot, remember when The Rock was on SNL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the first um, appearance. That was big. Yeah. That was really. Big. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, even had um him and Triple H had an open monologue. I think Big Show was on yeah. it too. Yep. Um, so yeah, like a lot of the w- Vince's guys were, you know, mainstream media. Obviously in the movies we had uh Big Show and um The Water Boy, we had Bam Bam and um uh Major Pain. We had uh yep. uh obviously um uh No Holds Bar. Uh, so yeah, Vince <laughs> had his hands in the like the the entertainment world. Um, yeah. I don't know if he was kicking himself that he couldn't that he didn't leech off of uh, Hogan as in Rocky Three. Um, what do you mean by that? Like he he wasn't able to capitalize on the appearance. I mean, that was before Hogan was even in WWE. Really, I thought uh, Rocky Three was during like mid eighties, like 88, 84. Uh, 85. I feel like Rocky 3 came out before that. Let's, this is why Rocky was 75, right? Yeah. No. Something. Hold on. Yeah. We'll go in order. Rocky 1, 1976. Okay. So, Rocky 2. Yeah, right? Rocky 2, 1979. Okay. Rocky 3, 1982. Oh yeah, so right uh, two years before Mania, then. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so he was AWA at that time. Yeah, in fact, if I recall correctly, that's actually why he left AWA. They didn't want him doing the movie. Ah, uh, uh, Vern Gagne. Yeah, they thought Ooh. it would make wrestling look bad. All right, so do you think it did? Uh, I mean, obviously, we've seen. At the time, would, would you, if you were in Vern's office, would you be like, yeah, you're right? Or be like, ah, maybe you, we should see what happens? Yeah, it's a... Um, that's a tough one because, like, you know, the time it, you, you got to have that foresight to be like, oh, man, like, this could be good, you know? Like, uh, 
Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I am wrong. Okay. I, I, I plugged this into the Google machine now because I felt like I was off on some details. Okay. It was Vince McMahon Sr. that did not want Hogan in Rocky Three. Really? Yes. Huh. That, that's uh, according to this article here that was uh, published April 2nd, 2022. And he probably thought it was going to destroy the business? Yeah. Interesting. <gasps> okay, Vince? so yeah, apparently it was Vince Sr. that didn't want Hogan in, in Rocky Three. Um, okay. Okay, which, yeah, I guess, so the, the film released in May of 82. Okay. But filmed in 81. Uh, okay, okay. Wow, that's crazy. That movie's that old, and so super crazy that uh, uh, Rocky One's gonna be uh, fifty years old in two years. Yeah, right. <clears throat> that's that's nutty. Yeah, it is. Uh, but okay, all right, all right. Um, wow. Uh, wrestling world has been is very very interesting. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so, yeah, so this is really interesting. So, Hogan was with WWWF. Okay, the four Fs. Yeah, you know. Four Ws, I'm sorry, the four Ws. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, left there, went to AWA. Okay. Doing Rocky and all that, and then it was Vince McMahon Jr. that brought Hogan and was like, we want to make you the guy. Do you think it was based off of Rocky Three, or you think it was just him being a big dude I think it was probably both okay probably Rocky 3 and it was probably uh, I mean Hogan was becoming like a big name in wrestling I mean a lot of people don't realize Hogan slammed Andre before Wrestlemania 3 what was like at a house show no it was like at a a baseball park show like (laughs) and uh, I wish I I remember if it was Chicago Cubs okay uh, stadium or whatever, but like there was some big uh, show in the late seventies. Okay. At a baseball park, and Hogan slammed Andre there. Like Hogan was already like becoming that guy. Okay. All right. Was he? Uh, when did he turn heel? I'm uh, face then. Because obviously in the movie he, he was a heel. When he got to WWF for his his big run. Because yeah, prior to that, I think he was always working heel. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. And then Vince Vince Jr. had that the brilliant idea of, you know, we're, we're going to take the title off Backlund, put it on Iron Sheik. It's very anti-American. And then we're going to have the, the all-American, real American, you know, like whatever, like be the guy. Like, If you didn't have Hogan at that time, who would you, uh, would you still kept it on Backlund or would you still taking it off him and see for some new blood I mean personally I would have never put it on Backlund okay. I would have kept it on superstar Billy Graham he was in the uh, Federation at that time it was superstar Billy Graham before Backlund now granted Backlund a- held that belt for like what three four years or something did they have a program yeah. together superstar Billy Graham and Backlund yeah yeah Backlund beat superstar Billy Graham for the belt was it well talked about? Like, I never really heard of them like, oh, this was a great program between the two. Like, you know what I mean? No, I don't think it was a great program. Um, I okay. Think it was probably pretty bad. And it's what led superstar Billy Graham down his unfortunate demise. What do you mean? 
So, so back then, and it's funny because um, T, I was about to say TK Khan, uh, but Tony Khan uh, does the same <laughs> thing where like they'll plan, they'd plan stuff out so far in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they had, they had planned Backlund winning the belt like a year before it happened. Mm-hmm. But at the time when it was actually supposed to go down, superstar Billy Graham was like so hot, like it didn't make sense to take the belt off of him. But they're okay. like that. This is what we planned. Okay. And then superstar Billy Graham like never got traction again. Like and started doing drugs and. Yeah. Was he was he a heel when he was get when he was super hot? Were you saying that? Yeah, yeah he was a heel. I've only seen him being a. a, a, a I'm saying uh, you say he was a heel or a face. He was a heel. Okay, all right, because I've only seen him clips as a heel. So, but folks was behind him as a heel even back then. Yeah, yeah, because he was you know. like with a new generation, like enjoying heels than you know loving the baby faces. Yeah, he was like the first. Uh, well, he's not the first. Like, it's funny. I'm like, I guess probably the first heel to get over was Gorgeous George. Really? Um, yeah. That I folks were like, throwing like, batteries at him and all that type of stuff? Right. Like, you know, eventually, like, people loved him. Like, and that was the superstar Billy Graham. Like, because he, you know, he, he was doing the Hogan gimmick before Hogan. Um, you know. People think that I don't see Hogan in him. Like I said, I've seen, like, Dusty Rose in him. I've seen some Steiner in him. But I don't. See even Jesse's body in turn, but I don't see Hogan in them. What what aspects of Hogan do you? I mean, they're both blonde. That's about it. <laughs> blonde, the twenty-four inch pythons. Um, Superstar okay. Billy Graham was saying that. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and that's really yeah. I mean, Superstar Billy Graham was like the first guy like on a big scene to have that kind of a body. Really? Yeah. And so he okay. used to talk about like working out with Schwarzenegger and stuff in his promos and. Okay. You know, okay. Like, oh, like I was at the beach with you know Arnold Schwarzenegger and this and that and blah blah blah. Okay. okay. And like Hogan took some of that stuff too. Hogan, okay. Hogan does it his own way. Okay. But but yeah, like superstar Billy Graham was the blueprint. Okay. Okay. Because I wanted to show if it was like an in ring like wrestling performance wise that folks say oh he's like him I was like I don't see it but I got you I got you. So yeah, superstar was like the guy like at a time period where wrestling was the thing. Okay. Superstar got over on the mic, like, and with his look. Ah, uh, okay. So, and that was probably, like you said, he was one of the, the few to get over on his physique. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, so he got real hot, and then, but they were like, what the plan is for Backlund to get the belt, and so they took the belt off of Superstar, and Superstar got into drugs, and Really? What was yeah. like, or just the, the the standard pills and alcohol? Um, that is a good question, and I don't know specifically. Okay. Um, but I just know he, you know, he. Uh, I shouldn't even say I know. I just from what I've read, you yep. know, he, he got into some some bad drug issues after dropping the belt, and it's kind of. Did he stay? Did he also get fired or something? Did go into this, like this depression? Like, or did he just the yeah, just he, not be uh, like? This seems a very odd drop, you know, just off of a program. Yeah, I feel like he he definitely left. I'm like, I don't know, was he fired or, or what happened? But I'm like, mm-hmm. he left because he came back like around WrestleMania two, WrestleMania three. I feel like okay. Um, 
with like the martial arts gimmick. Um, okay. That that went poorly, and then he was gone again. Okay. Um, okay. And yeah, yeah. You know, it was just such a different time period back then because there weren't contracts. And yeah. So all basically paid at the end of the show. You, yeah. You got, you got your. Was it a percentage of the gate or just? Yes. Okay. Yeah, percentage of the gate. And, um, you know, and back then it was legit. Like, if you were the champ, you were making more money. Yep. So, you know, I'm sure, like, it was a a big deal to be the champ and then to not be the champ. Like, yeah, probably a major cut in pay and all the things that go with that. Yep. I got you. But, uh, well, uh, definitely uh, RIP to him and Shiki. Yes, yes. They both passed. So crazy. Again, like, yeah, so much has happened since our last episode. Yeah. Did you ever get a chance to see uh, Iron Sheik's documentary? No, not yet. Yeah, she definitely, I believe it's on YouTube now. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out when you have a free, free second. It puts more insight to, you know, obviously the, the individual instead of his character, you know, that he portrayed oh. on, on the screen. So it's, it's pretty insightful. Cool. No, I'll definitely have to check that out. It's, uh, you know, crazy. He legit from Iran. He was yep. a um, bodyguard for the Sheik, for the Sheik, yep. I think, or for the Sultan. Uh, the Sheik. Um, some, the Sheik, yeah. I think he also was a bronze uh, wrestler on the uh, Iranian wrestling team. Yes, on the Olympic team. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yep, you know. Um, not a gold medalist. Kurt Angle is the only gold medalist. Uh, well, I guess Gable Stevenson now, too. And um, wasn't Mark Henry a gold uh, for an Olympic weightlifting? No. Okay. I thought he was in, like, 90, uh, 96 Olympics, something like that. He was not gold. Um, oh. I'm trying to think what he got. But, yeah, Kurt Angle, prior to Gable Stevenson, Kurt Angle was the only gold medalist. Okay. Uh, Mark Henry, actually, Mark Henry might not have even placed at the about it. Okay. Um, uh, he might, yeah, I don't think he got any medals at, at the '96 Olympics. Uh, I, but because um, I feel like in 2000, that's why they had him uh, win the Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger Strongman contest. So it's like he had a legit. And I mean, he legitimately won that. It's not like they, it was a work, but like, I feel like they were like, oh. <laughs> but I think it was one of those things where it's like, oh, like he needs like some legit, a legit victory thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, he was, well, did he win, win World's Strongest Man? That, that's what I'm talking about. He won the Arnold Schwarzenegger World's Strongest Man competition. No, 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 no. When they brought, when he was, came in the, the promotion, wasn't he billed as the World's Strongest Man? He won the World's Strongest Man competition? I don't think he had won it at that time. Let me see. Mark Henry. Mark Gerald Henry. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Born in 1971. Huh. Okay, so yeah, so he had. Okay, so he had won gold in the Pan American Games. Oh, okay, so he can win five. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he got gold and something. Okay, yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah, nineteen ninety five he got gold in the Pan American games. Um and then nice. also in the WDFPF World Powerlifting Championship. Okay. Um and then uh in nineteen that was during the time before I wonder if those were during the time when they would lift raw or they were doing with the, the, the lifting shirt. Uh that's a good question. Um and one that I do not know the answer to. Uh, Do you make a huge difference when they use the, the the shirts? I think it makes a, a good difference. Uh, okay, can you, that's uh, why they bring I, a I've weight. I've never worn one. Yeah, yeah, but but I feel like that's why they have the different classes. Yeah, um, with or yeah. without, and I can say from wearing. Uh, so I do have some uh, bench press sleeves. Like yeah. they're, they're, they basically look like elbow pads, you know, mm-hmm. but no padding. Mm-hmm. And uh, that makes a significant difference for me when I bench press. Okay. Um, they're they're basically just super tight around the elbow, and they kind of force your arms to like spring up. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> a little a little added help. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, cool. So if those shirts work anything like that, um, then then yeah, I'm sure they they help. Uh, yeah, Henry did not win in the Olympics, but he won like everything else, basically. <laughs> Jeez, poor guy. <clears throat> right? You get all the other ones, but not the the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, seriously. Although, I mean, his career and life ended up pretty okay. So, <laughs> wow. I don't know. Who, know, who knows? He he could have made more money off of just endorsements of being world strongest, you know, Olympic winner. You never know. You never know, but probably not likely. Um, <laughs> I don't think he would have made any more than he did with doing wrestling to WWE. He signed that big $10 million contract right out the gate. True that. True that. So he was a raw lifter. Um, okay. squatted 953.5 pounds raw. Oh, my knees. Right? Like, <laughs> uh, and he held the record uh, up until 2010 with that. Imagine, imagine squatting nine over nine hundred pounds. I can't like it's funny because I my heaviest I've ever squatted was two seventy five. Mm-hmm. So I'm just it thinking I'm like another six hundred pounds. Yeah, like that's bananas, you know. Oh my goodness! To to the point that you're almost squatting like a ton. That's crazy. Right, right. I'm like, yeah, my my neck, my back, everything <laughs> right now is like. Yeah, it's like. Like a piece, like a chunk of a car that you just putting on, yeah. And he right. said he did this, but I wonder if he did it like on a on a um, Smith Smith machine type of dead, um, squat no, machine. This, no, this would have been a no. This would have been just a regular bar. Oh, for it to be a record like that, yeah, it's a regular bar. And apparently, uh, he still holds the all-time world record uh, for drug-tested squat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where do you put the bar uh, squat of that weight? Where is that mostly rest on? Like your shoulders or the center of your back? Obviously not your neck because, you know, you're going to hurt yourself. But where do you place that much weight to like, distribute it you know, equally uh, you know, that you can hold it? <laughs> yeah, it's across. Um, 
And like, it's something that it's funny because I'm like, I personally cannot do it that well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I am, and I, I am proud to admit that I am the guy that wraps a towel around the bar before I squat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't have one of those pad things. So I'll, I'll wrap a towel around it and put that on my, like on the back of my neck because I can't balance it that well across my shoulders. Yeah. But I've seen like those elite guys that like they can take their hands off the bar like while they're squatting, you know? <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Right? And dude, but, yeah. wow, he did 900 pounds, drug free. Drug free. Or at least he, he passed the drug test. That's what it says, you know, current drug tested all time world record. Oh. So, I mean, so, yeah, it makes I mean, it, so we have to assume that's drug free. It says he, you yeah, know, current, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, his all-time best deadlift, 903.9 pounds. For his deadlift? Yeah. I hear, is it true deadlift is not good for your body? Here's my best answer I'm going to give to that, because I, I think this mm-hmm. is an answer that goes with every exercise that people say is not good for your body. Um, okay. One thing with bad form is bad for your body um, okay you know because people be like oh run bad for your body but it's like no running with bad form is bad for your body um, okay but number two also like your body has like if you've never run before and you just go out and start running even with good form your body's probably not ready for that you know <laughs> right 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 um, and so i'd say same thing with deadlifting with deadlifting is a lot of people just let their egos get involved and they're like oh you know let me just get under this heavy bar and with a herky <laughs> motion do what I gotta do to pull it up you know yeah and it's like yeah that is bad for your body but if you're not using your ego and you're just you know lifting the weight properly um, with, with good form and not to mm-hmm. hurting yourself then it's good mm-hmm. for your body um, okay you know okay. I personally I do deadlifts every right now because I about my <laughs> yep, uh, that's what my body can handle is okay. uh, every other week and then I, I, I recover over the course of two weeks, you know. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not only exercising that one exercise, I do other exercises, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, okay. for the deadlift itself, uh, right now I like to do it every other week, throw it in there. Uh, basically, right now I'm on a schedule of uh, one week I'll do a heavy deadlift, the other week I do a heavy squat. Okay. And uh, heavy for me, at least, I guess. Everything is relative. Have, do you ever mess around trying to do a snatch uh, deadlift? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> too, uh, many, <laughs> too, 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 too much motion? <laughs> yeah, yep. Too, too much motion and uh, too much skill for, for my novice. Yeah, when I, when I see folks do the snatch deadlift and like they, they get up like half, they like, oh, you did it then, and then they have to extend it over their heads. I'm like, oh my goodness. Right, like <laughs> come back down on top of their head and be a rap, but all right, yeah, man, seriously, but yeah, so no, none of that for me, just uh, regular deadlifts, okay, which uh, I funny enough, I just did some Friday, um, did uh, what did I do? Ah, uh, 275 for a few reps, nice, so not relatively heavy for me, you know, okay. And uh, on a good day, I can probably get about 315 for a few reps and then call the call the day. Okay. All right. Say if you uh, 
what you know on today um yesteryear's uh wrestling schedule you know wrestle show go to the gym wrestle another show go to the gym. could you see yourself enjoying that lifestyle of like the 80s slash you know uh well i guess the 80s and 90s when, they, when that was prevalent uh yeah I, I could definitely see myself enjoying that lifestyle um, okay because that's it's funny i'm like that fits my personality okay okay um i enjoy traveling i I enjoy like kind of being on the go. Okay. Um, okay. So so yeah, for me, um, and, and as a kid, that's the lifestyle I always wanted. Um, okay. You know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a pro wrestler. Like, you know, and it's funny. I'm like, I I had my eyes wide open, and I've never done steroids. But yeah. as a kid, that was my that was my intent. Like I was like, you know, because I knew I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be a pro wrestler. I'm gonna get all big and jacked up, like. You know, and even as a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if the word would be teenager or young adults, but, you know, when I was in college and watching the pay-per-views at Hooters and I, you know, I mean, nothing ever had a bigger imprint in my mind than seeing Triple H uh, when he came back from injury at that WrestleMania against Jericho. Uh, you know, it was a big thing. Yeah. Yep. When did that change? Um, when did what change? The thought of like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, take the the juice and all that type of, you know, like when did that mentality change? Yeah. Um. So, uh, interestingly enough, uh, once I got involved in wrestling, yeah, um, it was shortly after that that uh, Eddie Guerrero passed. Okay. And uh, they started their wellness policy. Okay. Um, and so then it became very confusing. Um, okay. because it was like, they, they were publicly saying like, no, like, you know, we don't want guys on steroids, like blah, blah, blah. Um, and so then it became like, it was like, wow, well, if I want to work for WWE, I can't do steroids. Um, although now 20 years later, I understand that a lot of people are still doing steroids, but <laughs> yeah, it's just more on the low, low. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, but but that's and, legit what changed my my perspective. It went from okay. oh like I'm gonna do steroids and become big and jack to oh like now you can't do steroids to work here and it was the nope. only place to work. Okay, so like you've got to fit what they're asking for. Okay, all right. Now at this point, you 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 know in your, your career, what you? Sorry about that noise. That's Had right. a, uh, caterpillar. <laughs> Would you enhance your physique in this, you know, today's day, or y'all set with that? Like, are you saying like if I was younger, or like just would I do it right now? Like just right now. Now that now you know it's still somewhat, you know, not prevalent, but you know, folks aren't not doing it. I'm trying to think of how to best answer that and how to honestly answer that. Well, I, I know you probably want to, you know. Do other promotions and you know don't want to get them tied up uh, and you know <laughs> in trouble. No, no, nothing like that. Even because um, here's the so here's the thing actually because I tried to get my doctor to, to prescribe me uh, testosterone um, you... just last year. Okay, okay. Uh, and the it's funny it was when I first uh, started on that that uh, path I guess I will say about asking my doctor about it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about the body and I was like, oh man, like, because everyone's like, oh, like now that you're up there in age, like you probably qualify for testosterone, right. uh, testosterone replacement. Right. And I was like, oh man, like I get on testosterone replacement, look jacked, like, you know. Yeah, but TRT is not the same thing as steroids though, right? All of this is replacement stuff that you lose over time. It doesn't, it, you know, you go become, you know, brittle and stuff like that. Well, so here's the thing. TRT and steroids are the exact same thing. Oh. It, it's a matter of dosage. Ah, okay. So so TRT, yeah, it's basically a small dose. But but yeah, they're giving you steroids. It's, they're giving you testosterone. Uh, but it's a small dose of it uh, to, you know, so it's not, the idea is not about you getting jacked. It's just about you being, like, youthful. Okay. Okay. I guess that's the, the best way. There are caterpillars all over this place. This is crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the summertime is here. But, uh, but yeah. Um, so, so the idea, you know, so bodybuilders, they're basically on TRT, but like 10 times the, the amount, you know? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's, that's where the difference comes in. Okay. But... Uh-huh. But okay. yeah, um, in my head, not even just in my head, but like the reality is even a small amount of testosterone is going to make a difference to your body. Will you become super jacked? No, but it'll make it a little bit easier to have like a six pack, you know? I didn't use that PRT. Um, so long and short of it, if yep. correctly by a doctor, there should not be negative side effects. Okay. Um, you know that's at any there, there there can be negative side effects to any medication. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like there shouldn't be, but there could be for some people for some reason. You know, okay. like uh, different than uh, penicillin. Um, there shouldn't be any side effects, but there are some people that can't take penicillin. That's true. That's true. Um, my sister being, she has to take moxicillin. Um, oh wow. So, uh, but but yeah, uh, and I'm just throwing out her HIPAA information out there. It's terrible, shame on you, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but but yeah, um, you know. So as far as testosterone replacement therapy goes, it's supposed to be a small dose, um, basically to give you a testosterone level of like a 20 year old. Um, oh, okay. Is what it's supposed to be. So when I went to my doctor for it, we, we took the test and everything, and unfortunately I didn't qualify. My, my testosterone levels were too high to give me more. Oh, nice. Uh, that means you're already, yeah. already youthful. It's a, it's a cash 20. I'm like, yeah, I've got like the testosterone <laughs> exactly. level of like... Well, it's Why you sound so like... disappointing? <laughs> yeah. Twofold. Uh, one, I was looking forward to like getting on it, getting jacked. Um, Hilarious. Two... Uh, so I've got like the testosterone level of like a 30 year old and that's way better than what my age is, but I'm like, Oh, I want to have the testosterone level of a 20 year old, (laughs) you know, like have that kind of youth and energy, like, like a young In the words of DMX, stop being greedy. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, it's it's funny. I, I, I try to look at it as a positive. I'm like, you know what? Well, clearly, like, I'm eating right and doing some healthy things if, you know, if I'm doing better than what my age actually is. Well, what about, um, not to go down this rabbit hole, but what about PEDs? Yeah. Are they any different? 
No, so so P- oh, oh, HRT. Yeah, so so that we're we're all just it's all different words for the exact same thing. Got you. Um, got so, you. So so PED that just means performance enhancing drug. Ah. Uh, um, and technically, caffeine is a PED. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I get and, you. Yeah, most people don't know this. It's banned from the Olympics. Oh wow! You, you get drug tested for caffeine in the Olympics. Okay. And then um, human growth hormones, HGH. Yeah, human growth hormone. So that that is its own specific thing. Um, okay. Okay. It is it, human growth hormone can be part of HRT, but not TRT. Got you. Because um, <laughs> TRT is specifically testosterone replacement therapy. Right. Um, HRT is hormone replacement therapy, which th- they'll work with a few more factors. Uh, human growth hormone being one of those. If I had the money. I would yep. probably qualify for human growth hormone. I wouldn't qualify okay. for testosterone. Which uh, one has worse uh, side effects? Testosterone is going to have worse side effects from okay. everything that we know so far. Okay, uh, compared to human growth hormones? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, human growth hormone, that that is like the real fountain of youth. Oh, okay. Because um, that one, like, so testosterone replacement, like, that's going to give you... You know, it's funny. I'm like, th- think young young man, eighteen to twenty, like that. Ah, 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 you know, <laughs> like, that's that's testosterone replacement therapy, and it's gonna give you that kind of drive and, and everything. And that's why a lot of uh, big time moguls are actually yep. on testosterone. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah, it gives you like that energy and that drive and that ambition, like all of that. You know, okay. and the body. Whereas okay. growth hormone that's gonna like rejuvenate like your cells and like tissues and, and all okay. those things okay um so yeah and that's why i'm like yeah i would probably qualify for for growth hormone but it's so expensive like insurance doesn't cover it it's considered like a uh, elective oh okay but but yeah that's the real that's the real fountain of youth is the growth hormone it doesn't it doesn't affect your um trying to think of how to explain like it's not going to affect you like like i said testosterone gives you that drive that like push you know that's you know it, it's a it's a drug for men um, okay you know okay. um well i guess nowadays like and actually it's funny and you know not to be political about it or whatever but like mm-hmm. if you're a woman and you want to become a man they give you testosterone that's, what that's you right that's right <laughs> so, so. I know, uh, aren't they also doing... Um, yeah, growth hormone. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, aren't they also doing um, stem cells also? Was that mostly yeah. for injuries? That's mostly for injuries, but uh, but yeah, from what okay. I understand, stem cells, that's, and that, you know, that's still really new technology. No. Um, but, but yeah, so stem cells is like, yeah, that that's mainly being used for injuries, but that also has a lot of regenerative properties. Yep. Um, but and same thing with the growth hormone, like a lot of regenerative properties, like it's for for healing purposes, and that's uh, like like it's funny, um, you know. But uh, with growth hormones, similar to testosterone, you can take a lot of it, and like really mm-hmm. like, you know, like the bodybuilders, like they'll take ten times the amount you're supposed to take because they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're gonna fully grow out everything, you know. <laughs> but then it's gonna be it's gonna uh, be interesting in the next. 10 to 20 years 
yeah, how the medical advancements will be as far as you know rejuvenation of uh, people, with bodies and stuff. It definitely is going to be interesting. Uh, my main man Brian Johnson, not mm-hmm. the Liver King, uh, but the other Brian Johnson. Oh, uh, uh, that was that was about the Liver King. That's his name, his government name. Yeah, yeah, the Liver King, his government. Name Were you Brian as disappointed Johnson. as everybody else to find out that he was on the gear? Oh, no, I, I knew he. I knew he was. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you just can't look like that and not be, you know. <laughs> I mean, you probably right. could if you like from birth had like the greatest genetics and you just worked on the farm like forever, like twelve hours <laughs> a day. Yeah, I mean that would be Joe. Joe Rogan actually put it best. You would have to be like one percent of one percent of one percent. Like, yeah, you know, like it's not like out the realm of possibilities. But it's not. It... Like, like mm-hmm. there's only one Andre the Giant, you know. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. Not gonna happen. But it's super, 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 super rare. Like finding needle right. in a haystack. Um. And so yeah. So no, I was not disappointed because I, I knew. I, I looked at the body and I was like, there, there's no way he's not on the gear. Yeah, because uh, he was showing like signs of like any other. What's that thing when they call it like the stomach is like bulged out, like palumboism or something oh, like that? Yeah, yeah, palumboism. Yeah, you can tell by it's not as bad as you know that version of the belly, but like it was like protruded, right? But still with a six pack, like <laughs> yeah, it's like a pot belly with a six pack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you said yeah. What's the other guy's name? Other the other Brian Johnson. So yeah, so the other Brian Johnson, um, he is a tech guy, um, okay, uh, and he sold his tech company to PayPal for like okay. I don't know a billion dollars or something like that, and okay. he's he's now taken that money and invested it into his own body. Uh, so okay. he's on this like whole crazy protocol. I want to say he's forty-five, but okay. like his body is like twenty-something. Um, he eats like specifically like 1,977 calories a day. He's like not one calorie more, not one calorie less. Like, okay. Like, okay. Uh, does he look, yeah. does he look 45 or does he look like he's in his 20s? Uh, his so here's what's interesting to me. Um, yep. it, in my opinion, his body looks like it's in its 20s and his face looks like it's in its 50s. Um, <laughs> And I believe so that's because he's a, he's a yeah. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I think that's because he's a vegetarian. Oh, so he doesn't have any B twelve? Yeah, yep. Because I feel like you you see that in vegetarians, like they their face for some reason like starts getting older. Yeah, but don't they have supplements for that? They do have supplements for that. He takes a bunch of supplements. The uh, one that's from Ethan. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think that you just got to get meat in your system. Like I, I think that's a necessity. I don't know so why. Something else. You think there's something else in the meat that might also help as far as the age? I guess. Yeah, like at least as far as faces go, because I, I really do. I think it's specifically just something in faces. When I see vegetarians and they start getting older, like their face gets older first. Like it's more sunken in. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, but you know it's a it's a catch twenty two though because it's like oh but if their insides are healthier and like you know maybe there's something to be said for that like what would you rather have the outside healthiness or inside? And I, me personally, uh, I want both. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, you know it's tough because I'm like oh, I'm a very vain person you know so I'm like <laughs> so I, if I'm if my insides are healthy I want my outsides to look good too yeah it would be interesting to know like what our insides like how they, like if it was like the equivalent point on your outside appearance how like decent you know as far as the health health wise how healthy our insides were I feel you and that's uh, and that's what this Brian Johnson guy. I mean, that's like his whole thing. He's got like a whole medical team, like that, like monitors like all of his stuff. And uh, but see, it's sort of she has sort of like selfish. Not as selfish that he wants to keep up, you know, uh, a healthy lifestyle, but it's more selfish that to say that you're like gonna be here the next day, when technically like you don't know if you're gonna be here the next day. So you might I- have all that like. You know, medical science to like, you know, say that you could be here for like a hundred years if you do this and a third, but then all of a sudden, like, you're getting like slip coming out your shower and it's all she wrote. That's true. You know, like, like Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Exactly. But, but you know, you, you want to, that, that could be any of us any day. So, exactly. you know, might as well take the best care you can. It's, it's always good when you, you know, open your eyes up the next day because, yes. you know, this is never guaranteed, but. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Is, I don't know if it's like a little selfish to be like, oh yeah, I'm a. If I have like a billion dollar doctor team, I'm gonna outlive everybody. When that's not really can be the case. <laughs> I mean, we won't know. Exactly. You know. But then well, again, you know, that's why I guess you gotta live live in the moment. Yeah, you gotta live in the moment at all times, and you gotta uh... don't do don't do a YOLO, you know, because. Uh, if you do decide to go all out and then all of a sudden the next day happens and you don't have a fallback plan, (laughs) (laughs) you might be, you got, you have to, you know, you got to balance it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's the key to life is finding that balance. Yeah. Cause I know like, for like speaking for myself, like right now I'm like on the cusp of like, you know, do I want to get these new car speakers at this uh, current time? I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, go, go, you know, you, you know, money, you know, you can't bring it with you when you leave, uh, but, you know, but you also want to be, resp- you know, financially responsible that you, you know, could pay your, your utilities and rents, uh, you know, in the future. That was always like, like I said, it's a balance act. <laughs> of course, of course. And that's, you know, and that's where budgeting comes in. Yep. And knowing what, what you got coming in, what you got going out. Mm-hmm. Indeed, and, indeed. <clears throat> and I think today we officially have become like the greatest of all time because we are we are giving people the, the jewels the, the diamonds you know <laughs> no, but I don't the know, budget I health yeah I don't know if folks really think about that you know what I'm saying like when they do you know, particular actions like ramifications of like alright especially if you, you know you uh, know I was reading an article like this person you know it was a road rage incident you know started off as simple like two people honking at each other and then the other one came and like shot the other person at like a gas station like I'm just like <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying so I'm just like that's just crazy like something so yeah. simple all of a sudden like that happens and then now one person ain't here on earth no more and you're pretty much you know done as far as you're you know unless you have like the greatest lawyers uh, and then like families get affected it's just so crazy it's a yeah, ripple no, you're right you're, you're right you know probably not enough people do think about that and how how our lives and actions can impact other people's lives and actions and 
on a great scale. And it also comes back to like, can you pull yourself out the moment too? Because if you are on a road race, I mean, I think we've all been there where like we get, you know, frustrated with uh, the you know drivers around us, whatever the case may be, and you do like slip up, but like, you know, there's got to be some, I don't know, some some timeout in your in your brain. Uh, while you're raging at the same time, you'd be like, all right, it's just worth it. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Especially in today's day and age. I mean, you don't know who's got what. Nope. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I don't even get in a fight these days. Like, if you try to, like, yeah. you know, you don't know, A, if they got a weapon on them. Right. B, if you, like, actually hit them and then they fall down funny and then they, you know, end up in a coma and do end up passing and then all of a sudden now you got a manslaughter kick. Like, it's... it's yeah. You That'd like right. you don't think of these things because you see everything is like in the movies. It's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do set in the third. You know, it's all these kung fu movies, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it's a fight, you know, but like, not really. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and you know, never mind the manslaughter case and all that. You you've now yep. got on your conscience so, somebody died, like at yep. your hands I mean, by that. Really? Like, yeah, unless you have like vitriol for that person, you know, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if, it, if it's stick meaner, they they got it coming to them. But, but, yeah, but. yeah. And now, it's like, I guess it's it's, it's sort of more like prevalent now because the way uh, how society is more become more shifted and divided. You know, just all different ideologies. It's not even like even like worse now. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is crazy because. Really, at this point in society, we should be be at a point of enlightenment where we all yeah. understand, you know what? We're all people. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. advancement and going back to like tomorrow is not guaranteed. So if you, you know, worrying about all these like, you know, frivolous things is like is not really, you know, if you, if we do have that one last flashback of our life before we, you know, call it, you know, a, a day here, like, would that be really worth it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, especially, if, like I said, that road rage incident, like, and you have that split nanosecond, like, was this really worth it in the end scheme of things? Like, I could use this time doing something else or this energy thinking of something else. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's like the, like the, 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 the human, uh, not motion, but like, we're very, uh, uh, was it cyclical, I want to say? Like, what has done now has been done in the past, and this keeps on repeating itself. Right, right, which is crazy. Because I was, uh, they have online like a Twitter uh, feed. Uh, you know the the whole, um, you know, expedition, Titan expedition. Uh, you know, unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people, That's... a lot of people are clowning, clowning on it uh, online. But the similar thing happened with the Titanic. There's a uh, there's a Twitter feed that has like newspaper articles. Where they were sort of mocking the whole um, Titanic when it went down back in like really, yeah. So like I'm saying, it's like all it just repeats itself. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> and like I say, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, th- this might be an example of that. That that whole Titan submarine thing. Like, it was a bunch of people with a bunch of money, and like that felt they were above, you know. Uh, not above the law, but I guess above right. the, the good practices. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 just, yeah, like nature in itself. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, nature don't mess around. 
But if they, if it didn't if it didn't if it was a successful expedition, then we wouldn't be having this conversation too. Right. Yeah. If it was a successful expedition, we it would be a different be no conversation. Like we wouldn't even yeah. know about it. Like, a small blip of like, oh, by the way, do you know that somebody you know checked out the Titanic and that was it? Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's very very interesting how life works. I guess. <laughs> it is it is and it's funny because now i'm i'm thinking uh, on your level of like you know that that split second before dying yeah um and, and it's like man like you know and, and thankfully as horrible as this may sound thankfully that that ship imploded mm. and uh you know so everyone died quickly well, hopefully uh yeah hopefully hopefully everyone died quickly like that yeah that's the belief. At least that's uh, what we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better about the situation. Right. That, that brief second that it crushed in, it could have been super painful for a brief second. Yeah, yeah, definitely could have been. Yeah, so you never knew. You know, but but yeah, hopefully it was fast and, and quick and right. But but uh, but yeah, when you're having that that last split second, it's like, man, what was it worth it to, to go on this thing to like look at like some underwater like trash? <laughs> like like really, that's what you know. <laughs> you want to call it trash? You know, it was you know the Titanic, so it you know this marvelous boat, I guess at the time. At, at a time, but but at this point, it's got to be underwater trash. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I guess it's, it's also crazy that the Titanic claimed another victim. <laughs> yeah, I guess right. Yeah, hey. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. cursed. But like I said, if if but that goes back to yeah, this, this is very interesting. Like. Cause I always be like, oh, I want to check this down and out. But sometimes I have to like pull myself back. Like, uh, you know, I got check out the safety issues and like as far as like if I want to look at this marvelous thing, I got like end up hurting myself as well in the you know, grand scheme of things. But like, you know, because I always you know go like an underwater dive and check what you know see the treasures. Because obviously movies tell you you know pirate movies and all that type of stuff, uh, or like even like space movies like go up in space this and the third. But like. And now, like, you know, as an adult, you'd be like, that'd be cool, but then, like, other stuff can go wrong. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh... Like we said, like, hopping in our car. You know, not to be, like, pessimistic, but, like, you know, once you you could drive to the, you know, gas station, that could, be, you know, possibly be your last, like, time driving. Yeah, and that's funny because I feel like that's what uh, the people of the Titan... Ty- ty- we're, we're yeah. saying before before leaving, like you know, something could go wrong doing anything. Exactly. So yeah, it, it brings back to like I was saying, like this balance, like like balancing. Basically, yeah, life is a balance now. <laughs> right. Forrest Gump says, like a box of chocolates, you really don't know what you're gonna get. That's true. That's true. Forrest Unless they Gump. find a way, like the movie, like Minority Report, where you can like find out what the future holds. Like you pretty much just have to like hope for the best in, in, in yeah, anything right. you do. You know, unless you like the you know bubble, you know inside living inside a bubble twenty four seven, and that's no good either. No, so yeah, is it, I don't know. Life is is very interesting. You know, uh, hopefully in our next life form, life form uh, after this, we can look back and be like, wow, this was a, that was a, a crazy, crazy time. That was an interesting run. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, but back to wrestling. <laughs> 
philosophical, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. early morning uh like sermon there. <laughs> right, right. Like, <laughs> but that's why this is the best wrestling podcast out there. Everyone should be listening to us. Ah oh, man. Uh tonight is a Forbidden Door. Uh with yes. matches. It's a full card. Full card and uh W in cahoots with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. The King New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, that's right. So uh let's work down the roster. So um I have it in front of me. I'll just I'll start from the first no, not the first match, but the first one that I see listed. Uh Brian Danielson against uh, I'm probably kill mispronounce his first name, so I'm gonna say Okada. Yes. Yeah, I assume that to be the main event. Possibly, yes. You never know. Uh, you never know. You never know. But but yeah, I feel like this is wrestling royalty. Well, because I say that because you have Kenny Omega, who is the IWGP US heavyweight champion, going against Will Ospreay. So you never know. Heavyweight championship matches usually should close out the pay per view. Usually. So, but that. but in that case, I mean, ultimately, you that you could have MJF against uh, who's he wrestling? Hiroshi Tanahashi. <gasps> that could that could close it out. That is true. That is true. Um, but uh, yes, well, since you just mentioned, uh, yeah, those <laughs> <laughs> we just covered three matches. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh. We have a uh, hold on. This lost the. Page, ah, where'd it go? Hangman page? No, Ethan not, page? Like, no, but uh, uh, hold on. Uh, I just lost. Hold on, my internet connection here. Uh, forbidden. I'm like Soraya page. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of pages. You know, <laughs> page. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Sonata versus Jungle Boy. Um, for yeah, I don't the, know how Jungle Boy got got in that. IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, shit, yeah. not confused with the IWGP United States Championship. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, yeah. It's very strange. I think even uh, Sonata's like who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like does he even actually? Have... I think he said that in his promo. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're. If this is a heavyweight match, doesn't he have to have like in the be in a heavyweight weight scale? Like if you this would is think like, so. <laughs> yeah, like it'd be if the UFC is like uh, what was a, a bantamweight or a flyweight like fighting like John Jones or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like like uh, Moreno. <laughs> yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, so we have the uh, men's Owen Hart Cup tournament first round. CM Punk versus uh, Satoshi Kujima. Kujima. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested um, by by this whole thing because uh, last year they did the Owen Hart Cup tournament and okay. Adam Cole won the men's side, Britt Baker won the women's side and they came out with their, their belt and then nothing ever again about it. <laughs> oh, so technically they're both the champs? Yeah, they're technically both the Owen Hart champs, you know, whatever. <laughs> But but yeah, after after the tournament, they they came out with belts, and then it was never mentioned again. How the belts look? Uh, kind of toyish. Oh okay, all right, all right. But, uh, but yeah, we have just 
so random. So so this year's tournament, I'm like, will it go some? Will it go somewhere? Uh, I'm curious about that, and I'm curious. I'm like, how far does Punk go in this tournament? Because I, I I don't think he w- wins it, but I don't know who he loses to. Okay, okay. Um, AEW's Women's World Championship: Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Yes, this I, I'm actually very disappointed in this match. How come? Because um, I right. believe. <laughs> <laughs> And that that's fair, uh, but yeah, I believe it was supposed to be Sasha Banks. Uh, don't you mean um, uh, with or, uh, yeah, Mercedes Monet? Monet, yeah, 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 okay, all right, yeah. I believe it was supposed to be her before she got injured. Oh, she already got injured. Yeah, so she had that New Japan match several months ago. Uh, she's been wrestling for Japan. Oh, okay, uh, one and done. Nah, nah. She, she, she was their champion um, and then she was in a match with Willow Nightingale and mm-hmm. um, did something to her ankle it's unknown if it's a bad sprain or a break okay. but uh, oh. they, they, they changed the finish on the fly and had Willow Nightingale Gale win when she fall down back, like was she do like a leapfrog and fell bad on it um, I think it was uh, she was going for like a superplex or something like that Oh, okay. if, I, I didn't see it, but I read about it, and I believe like she was going for like a superplex and like slipped off the rope. Uh, ooh, scary. Came down, yeah. Okay, all right. So, so yeah, so she's gonna be out for a few months, and uh, but yeah, I think it was gonna be her and Tony Storm would have would have been the match otherwise. Okay. Uh, next, we have the. Uh... International Championship four-way. Uh, we got Zach Sabre. Saber. We got uh, Shibata. Then you got Sia. My man, Tropicana. Ugh. Cassidy. Ugh. So that's going to be a match right there just because OC's in it. <laughs> uh, little pockets. Little pockets. Uh, probably headbutting uh, folks left and right. What? No, there, there will be no headbutts. <laughs> uh, next, we got the ten man tag team of John Moxley, uh, Cle- uh, Claudio, uh, your man Wheeler Yuta, Kano Suke Takshita. I destroyed his name there. Uh, and Shota Umino Umino versus Alan Page, the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Tomoro Hiro Ishii. Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull. So that's gonna, uh, might be a potential bathroom break match. Uh, I don't disagree. Um, fans of like twenty guy wrestling. If it's not like a Royal Rumble, like it just seems very, yeah, messy. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I feel like Eddie Kingston will be worth watching because he's entertaining. Um, even his promos leading up to this have been great. Okay, because um, this whole thing, he doesn't like the Bucks uh, or Hangman Page. Okay. But he, he hates Claudio Castagnoli even more. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and so that's and that's been his deal since the Indies. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. When they were both in Shakara like years ago. Wasn't Shakara like a like a fun league, like a fun promotion, like they did a lot of funny stuff? Yes. Okay. I just don't picture those two in that promotion. Like they don't seem funny like that. <laughs> well, because I mean, like any promotion, you know, you gotta have a mixture of things. So Shikara, okay. that's that's probably what it's most known for because that's what was most different about it. Okay. But no, they had some serious wrestlers, some serious wrestling talent. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I didn't know this, or if I did know this, I had forgotten it and relearned it the other day. Yep. Number one, did you know Orange Cassidy is thirty-eight years old? Nope. He's thirty-eight years old, and uh, he used to be in Shikara. He was the fire ant. Okay. Now I, I I really didn't see Chicago that like tough. Only like clips. I I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. No. Same. All right. Cool. Good for him. I mean, he looks twenty one. So right. Salute. Yeah. <clears throat> salute to him. Absolutely. Uh, after a ten man tag team, we have a six man tag team. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and uh, Suzuki. Versus Sting, Darby Allen, and 2BA. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's crazy. Basically, they have a 10-man and a 6-man tag team. That's just madness <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just trying to get everybody on the show. I guess so. I guess so. That's, you know. that's just crazy. Um, and then we have Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that match. That must have got announced on Rampage. Okay. Uh, who's Tom Lawler? Filthy. Tom Lawler. Good wrestling? He used to fight. Um, I haven't seen enough of his wrestling work to, to be able to answer that. Okay. okay. Uh, he used to fight in UFC. Uh, not, um, not, um, oh, I'm thinking of a different Lawler uh, that used to be in UFC. Um, he's like a shorter guy. Uh, what was his name? Now I'm trying to think because I'm like, this is the he only Lawler like, I know. Like, he was like around like BJ Penn and like, uh, like, like during that era of guys. Um, something Lawler, but it'll, it'll come in later. Uh, and okay. then we have a pre show women's, uh, pre show women's own heart, uh, cup tournament first round, uh, Athena versus Billy Starks. Interesting. All right. Uh, I wouldn't mind Athena winning this whole thing because I feel like they have seriously misused her since she came in. Okay. Yeah, so this is a full card. Uh, this is, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, 11 matches. 11 matches with at least three multi-man matches? Whew. And you see this starts at seven? Uh, yeah, the pre-show at seven. Starts at seven, but the actual show starts at eight. Yeah, yep. That's gonna be. It's not. That's not gonna get into like quarter to midnight, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, with that many. All right. Yeah, because you can only what you think each match would probably other than like the the big marquee ones be maybe twenty minutes. Probably <laughs> less than twenty minutes on. The other matches, uh, I, I would guess probably 10 to 15 for most of the matches. 
and then the the major okay. key matches probably get like a good half hour. Yeah, because I know uh, probably Kenny and Will that probably be like forty five minutes. Danielson yeah, right. Okada probably like another forty five. Yeah, yeah, those two for sure. And maybe in, in MJF possibly might that might be thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, it might be thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't know. But that that I was gonna say that Sonata and Jungle Boy were just 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 awkward. <laughs> yeah, it really is, really is. And uh, I feel like this this show is sold off Kenny and Osprey and Danielson and Okada. In Empire, Empire, seeing Punk. It's not that he's back. Yeah, yeah, just Punk being back in general. You think we might potentially see? Uh... You know, uh, a Bill Goldberg possibly? Not on Forbidden Door. I mean, that, that, technically, that, wouldn't it make sense? <laughs> the ultimate Forbidden Door. Yeah, and, and he's uh, not on the contract with Vince, right? He is not. Yeah, and it was a to be you know announced uh, opponent. Granted, that was a tag team match, but maybe Bill just shows up to you know pop his head in or spear somebody. I don't know. Who knows? If, if 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 he ever did you. I if I wouldn't if put it out of the actual TV show, you know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. It's tough though, because Forbidden Door uh, at this point it, it's come to mean like New Japan. Yeah, that's true. But it would so be cool if you know Tony branched out to other promotions. Yes, that would if be New cool. Japan, you know, then it truly would be Forbidden Door. Right. You know, I, I agree with you there. Um, I can tell you what we won't see: Goldberg versus Ryback. Oh, well, yo. <laughs> have you read Ryback's Twitter? No, but I've you know I've seen a few things that get no. that, that populate in the news. I'm surprised that nobody like I know Vince is a body guy. Why don't he bring Ryback to the fold? I mean, I think Ryback's pr- pretty problematic. Okay. All right. Um, have you seen his Twitter? Yes, and there's somewhat hilarious. Talking about being shadow banned and different things. I don't know. I just saying the gimmick that everybody hates him would be a perfect money seller. You need you <laughs> need guys to draw heat. That's perfect heat right there. Right. It's, uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, I, I have to assume that that Ryback's got some got some issues because. Um, yeah, he, he looks wise and everything. He's perfect yep. for for WWE. Yeah, he was um, decent in the ring as a, as a big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was decent. Like he, he fit his gimmick perfectly. Exactly. The whole feed me gimmick. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, this, I got behind it. If this was during the days of enhancement talent, woo. Right, right. You know, have him go four on one. Yep. Like just destroying guys. I mean, he'd be over huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I have to assume he's got some kind of issues or he's difficult to deal with. Uh, Punk has talked about him being difficult to deal with. Um, well, yeah, with that whole situation, he was the reason why because him and uh, uh, Cabana, uh, you know, beefing. Yeah, I mean Ryback's not the reason, but but yeah, Punk, Punk got into it on that podcast. I know you said he injured him like several times. Well, yeah, yeah, Ryback right injured Punk. Yeah, 
Well, that's not why Punk and Cabana are beefing. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, but Punk talked about, but it was that podcast that Punk talked about Ryback. I got you. Um, Punk and Cabana, supposedly, according to the Dirt Sheets, the reason why they're beefing is, so WWE sued Punk and Cabana um, uh, after that podcast. And then uh, from what everybody says, Punk had told Cabana, like, I'll cover, like, whatever your legal costs are. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's some d- different stories of either Punk has asked for that money back mm-hmm. or that Punk never covered it in the first place. Mm. And uh, one of the, the rumors going around is that Punk got upset that Cabana was, uh, while they were being sued, co- being seen <laughs> with WWE wrestlers. Okay. And Punk was like, well, this hurts the lawsuit. And like, that's what happened. So I don't know. Um, there diff- different versions of things going around, but something from that lawsuit caused, caused issues. Yeah, the fallout. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, that is. As they grow older, they can mend, uh, you know, open wounds. Uh, you know, the time heals all. But yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, you know, especially like we've been talking about on this podcast. You never, I was never promised. Yeah, and, and I was. Uh, 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 there was an article with The Rock was stating that how Father's Day is hard on him because when him and his father last interacted, they had a big fallout, and you know, not too much later, you know, uh, Rock Johnson passed away. So he says it's a very touchy time because the last time that you interacted with your, you know your parent was not on the greatest of times and now you can't get that back so I yeah. know about that yeah so exactly like is it really worth it you know to, like if you you know like say if you have that vitriol for that individual then you know you can you know lay your head up you know on the pillow then that's alright but yeah if you yeah. you know it's worth it sometimes for a brief moment uh, you know uh, your ego or your pride wanting to feel a certain way well, I mean, what do you have though, other than your pride? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of pride, you know, pride has, you know, put a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, in the cemetery. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Awards are starting. Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer. You may take my mind and my body, but there's <laughs> one thing a son always keeps his pride! <laughs> And <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, I guess as we uh, sign out for today, what is on today's uh, water jug? So today's water jug is a remnant of, of Friday's water jug because I didn't finish all my water. And, okay. Uh, so so on the water jug it says kill uh, kill Osiris kill. Okay. But but that was because Friday we had a show. Uh, uh, little NCW action, so we're trying to get 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 the vibe going, you know. Okay, okay, I can dig it. And, I can dig it. Yes, sir. But we'll get more mm-hmm. into that next episode because uh, we've covered a lot this episode. Indeed, we we have, we have hit our time. Indeed, uh, you know. But come back next week, folks, because uh, we'll be talking forbid forbidden door. Uh, we'll In be talking collision. Yeah. Yep. All, all the things. Because that is July 1st. That's July 1st? Yep. Oh, wow. So that's, that's just next that week. That should be Saturday, correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. 
now on Saturdays. That's no more Saturday pay-per-views for AEW, correct? Correct. Back to Sundays. Back to Sundays. Okay. All right, cool. Well, yeah, if you want to take us out. Like we always do about this time. Ha <laughs> Yeah. Y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here. You are listening to us. And for that, we appreciate you. We love you. We hope you're having a great day, week, month, even your year. And as you know, we will always be there for you, except when we're not. <laughs> but uh, no, we, it's a great show. Hope everybody enjoyed today. We dropped some major jewels, some major keys, major key alert. <laughs> and uh, until next time, we will see you on the Before the Three Count Podcast. Cast, 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 cast. One, two, three.